Hello Cryptonauts, today is August 28th, 2020. On today's episode of Cryptocurrency Chat, we're going to talk about the top 10 daily stats as well as your crypto news of the day. I am your host, Blockchain John. Cryptonauts. As a friendly reminder, we do have a Discord channel available for cryptocurrency chat, in which I will leave in the link in the description below. If you want to collaborate on my podcast, you can reach out to me through that Discord app or through the Anchor app. With that said, let's get started with your top 10 coins by market capitalization. Starting off with Bitcoin settling at $11,608.17, up by 0.9%. Second place, we have Ethereum settling at $404.51 with a 2.5% gain. Third place, USDT Tether settling at $0.99 with a no gain, no loss. Fourth place, XRP Ripple settling at $0.27 for a 2.6% gain. Fifth place, Chainlink settling at $17.10 with a whopping 11.3% gain. They just keep going. Let's see. uh, Sixth place, Polkadot. Settling at $5.98 with a 3% loss. In 7th place, we have Bitcoin Cash settling at $272.41 for a 1.3% gain. 8th place, we have Litecoin settling at $58.51 for a 1.8% gain. Ninth place, Cardeno settling at $0.11 with a good 7.3% gain. 10th place, Bitcoin SV, Satoshi's Vision, settling at $192.19 for a 1.1% gain. Alright, Cryptonauts, that is your top 10. Your overall total market cap is at $383.4 billion, up by 2.1%. Alright, let's get started with your crypto news of the day. Cryptonauts, as another friendly reminder, we are using Decrypt.co for our daily news as well as CoinGecko.com to get our daily stats. Don't forget to collect your daily candies, which I'm about to do right about now. There you go. All right. So first news coming in from Sharyuwa Malwa. Tesla's Gigafactory hit by failed hack wanting Bitcoin ransom. What? Electronic car maker Tesla and the U.S. Criminal Investigations Agency FBI prevented a group of ransomware attacks from compromising the firm's assembly facility, the Gigafactory, according to a complaint filed by the FBI. The FBI said it arrested one Igor Igor, Igorovich Kriokovich What is it? Kriochkov? Kriochkov a 27-year-old Russian citizen who attempted to steal Tesla's corporate data by making a Bitcoin payment to an employee by what? Corporate data by making a Bitcoin payment to an employee for installing malware on Tesla servers. Oh, okay. Kriochkov and his group attempted to steal Tesla parents and intellectual property in this matter. Manner, aiming to then ask millions of dollars in ransoms for not leaking that data, the FBI complaint said. The act was so planned 
crew Krichkov came to the U.S. on a tourist visa and made a connection with the Russian-speaking employee who remains anonymous in the report at the Gigafactory. He then met the employee on several occasions and made a pr proposition to pay a fixed amount in Bitcoin to have malware installed on Tesla servers. But the employee was quick to advert the plan. They immediately informed Tesla about the illicit proposal, which in turn contact contacted the FBI about the planned crime. The FBI then launched a sting operation with the employee. They were made to wear a wire and have all text communications between Kriyachkov and themselves tracked by the FBI, including information about planned, planning the attack and figuring out how to receive payment. Ouch. After a week of wiretapping, Kriyachkov finally planned to make a $1 million payment using Bitcoin on August 21st. He told the employees the payment would be made in a few days, but he would leave the U.S. a day after. Kriyachkov didn't make it far, however, he was arrested by the FBI on August 22nd in Los Angeles in connections with the crime. Bum bum bum. Meanwhile, the FBI said Kriyachkov worked with a group that planned similar attacks on companies by luring employees with huge bitcoins or fiat payments in turn for stalling malware. It added logistics company CWT Group was one of, one of such targets. The firm paid $4.5 million for a similar ransomware attack in July. Wow. Wow, wow, wow. Man, gotta be careful, man. Gotta be careful. Hopefully, you gotta got some good, trustworthy employees, right? Bitcoin prices can reach over five hundred thousand dollars a piece amidst government-led inflation of fiat currencies and the business interest in mining gold from asteroids, said crypto exchange Gemini founders Tyler and Cameron Winklevoss in a blog post yesterday. The twins acknowledged that gold has historically served as a reliable store of value, with investors seeking a safety net against inflation causing the assets to trade at a higher premium, pushing the price beyond the demand for its actual consumption. And so far, it has borne well. However, there's trouble ahead for the yellow metal. The Winklevi said that as gold supply in the observable universe remains unknown, it's a scarce asset only on planet Earth. The space gold rush has begun. The U.S. government has already enacted legislation that allows asteroid mining companies to own whatever they mine from asteroids or otherwise obtain in space, the twins noted. What? They added that Elon Musk, the founder of space exploration firm SpaceX, has already chalked out a plan to mine gold on asteroids, which would create a long-term inevitably will that will crater the piece of gold, the lack of portability of gold. One can carry large amounts of it around is another issue, the twins noted. These factors in the Winklevi's view help lay the groundwork for skyrocketing Bitcoin valuation in the face of a potentially hyperinflated US dollar and the ever-flowing amount of gold. As it turns out, Bitcoin is better at being gold than gold. It's not just incrementally, but by the order of magnitude or 10 times better, the Winklevoss said. They even touted Bitcoin's large user base, its accessibility and portability, and its first mover advantage as to why the asset is the first one with gold-like store of value properties. <laughs> Quote, we believe that Bitcoin will continue to cannibalize gold as that that this story will play out dramatically over the next decade. The rate of technological adoption is growing exponentially. Software is eating the world and gold is on the menu, the twins said. As for the massive six-figure valuation, the twins argued that the bull case scenarios for Bitcoin is that it is undervalued by a multiple of 45 when the asset is molded on gold's rise to its current $9 trillion valuation. Alright, next news, written by Liam Frost. Crypto exchange, Kumid, executive sentence for stealing $25 million. South Korea's Supreme Court has upheld respective sentences handed out to two previous trials 
for two managers of crypto exchange Comid, they have they have been convicted of organizing fraudulent activities on their platform and embezzling around $25 million, local outlet Kakao reported on Thursday. The CEO of the exchange, Choi Mo, will have to serve his assigned three years of imprisonment, while Park Mo, the second person involved in the case was who was reasonable who was responsible for the financial operations of the company will serve two years. Alright, next news. Le- but written by Liam Frost. Bitcoin skeptic Peter Schiff wants you to go wants you to gift BTC to his son. What? Peter Schiff, CEO of Euro Pacific Capital, as well as and a well-known gold bull and Bitcoin bear recently had to deal with the revelations that his son had brought some Bit- had bought some Bitcoin. Well, yesterday he offered some enthusiasts that uh, enthusiasts the chance to rub it by to rub it in by sending his son some more Bitcoin for his 18th birthday. <laughs> okay, so Peter Schiff's twi- tweet says, "Since so many of you guys, since so many of you Bitcoin guys are." Ribbing, ribbing, <laughs> ribbing me, <laughs> ribbing, ribbing me because my son's shift Spencer bought Bitcoin. Why not really rub it in by gifting him some of some as a belated birthday present? He turned 18 yesterday. He won't, he won't lose his. Here's his wallet address, and his wallet address is attra- attached. Wow. <laughs> Since cheese, uh, as Decry- as decrypt reported, Peter Schiff regularly challenged regular crypto enthusiasts and famous industry figures alike, arguing that gold, unlike Bitcoin, has real use of case, and has proven itself to- as a means of preserving capital throughout thousands of years of humanity his- human history. Yet his son Spencer Schiff recently said he bought around four hundred fifty dollars worth of Bitcoin a couple of weeks ago and plans to buy more in the future, even though gold mining stocks make a much a much larger part of his portfolio all right next news that's that's pretty funny though written by the uh, next news written by Sh- uh, Shu. Uh, what is that Shu shuao kong shuao kong okay dodo china's hot new fi- new d5 startup gets a seed round the recent launch, Dodo, a Chinese on-chain liquidity provider, closed at $600,000 seed round led by Framework Ventures, known for its investment in Chainlink and Synthetics. This is the fund's first China deal. Other notable investors include crypto veterans and influencers such as such as Robert Leshner, founder of Compound, Bobby Ong, founder of CoinGecko, Jason Choi, and Spencer Noon. Dodo, which launched a closed closed beta pilot project on August 15th, has been running a proof-of-concept campaign aiming to provide aiming to prove that it has lower slippage than competitors such as Uniswap. It opened up to pl- it's it opened to the public on August 25th and is developing new trading pairs. Dodo's secret sauce, proactive market uh, market making. Unlike many liquidity providers that used automated marketing market making, Dodo's special sauce is the new mar- marketing making algorithm called proactive market making. PMM Proactive market making uses a formula that mimics the behavior of human market makers and efficiently allocates funds near the marketplace market price. Diane Dai, co-founder of Dodo, told Decrypt by comparison, AMM is an inefficient since only funds allocate near the market price can be executed. She said. All right. In short, PMM combines the best AMM and centralized exchanges order book for better liquidity and lower slippage. She claims that initial data from the from its August 15th proof of concept campaign shows that Dodo can provide better trading execution than Uniswap, which only one one-tenth the pool's 
capital while sustaining 40% APR returns for LPs without any liquidity mining rewards. All contracts are audited. All right, next news. Written by Alexander Behrens. A massive honeypot, REN holds $100 million in Bitcoin and centralized wallets. REN VM, the burgeoning burgeoning cross-chain value transfer protocol is apparently a lot less decentralized than its users thought. Security analysts and REN BTC users started asking questions yesterday in response to an August August 26th medium post by Chain editor Ni Li out outlining alleged contradictions between the REN VM documentations and the actual operations of the protocol. The upshot, although REN VM says it is powered by decentralized virtual machines, all of the user funds for the project, more than 9,000 Bitcoin, sit in a single wallet controlled by the REN VM team. Moreover, the company currently controls all nodes to its network as it's still transitioning away from the centralized systems. Some users allege that the level of access increased risk from hacking or malicious activity by the REN team, allowing them to make off with the funds in question. Since the company currently controls all the nodes in the project, it also makes an enticing target for hackers looking for a quick buck. The WANChain post revealed that while REN documentation suggests that cross-chain assets accounts are periodically changed and to enhance security, the REN BTC lock-in account has never been changed, and even the REN team admits they have full control over the funds. The REN team responsible for today response, responded today with a medium post of their own, outlining the path laid out for achieving decentralization while navigating the risk and challenges of setting up brand new technology responsible for hundreds of millions in crypto value. REN says it is strongly incentivized to operate in good faith until it can transition to a more decentralized structure it's planned all along. In the REN response, CTO Long Wang conceded that the REN team does in fact run all the nodes in the protocol's gray core, a network built to distribute digital assets holding to reduce the risk of theft or exploitation. The post states that five or more nodes in the network of 13 distributed around the globe would need to be uh, compromised for malicious actors to gain access to any funds. All right, next news, written by Andrew Hayward. Crypto-friendly Robinhood trading app beefs up on compliances hires. Hmm. Robinhood, the U.S.-based mobile trading app that spans traditional investments and cryptocurrencies alike, announced today that it has appointed a pair of chief compliance officers with experience in, in the traditional banking sector. Norm, Norm Ashken, Ashkenas will take charge of the Robinhood financial finance side of things. He joins after holding the dual position of SVP and Head of Compliance for Fidelity Institutional and Fidelity Brokerage Technology and CCO for National Financial Services and Fidelity Distribution Company. All told, as Kenas spent 17 years with Fidelity, spending multiple compliance leadership roles. Prior to that, he worked for Prudential Securities and Chemical Bank, and he served on multiple, multiple financial industry regulator authorities com- uh, committee. Meanwhile, Kelly Kelly Zigaitas will be the new CCO for Robinhood Securities. Zigaitas joins the Wells Fargo joins from Wells Fargo Advisors, where she was head of oversight and controls. She previously held roles at TD Ameritrade and Scott Trade, acquired by TD Ameritrade. While Scott Trade, she led their project to modernize its compliance program. I am thrilled to be joining a team that has already achieved so much by delivering a modern investing experience while maintaining such focus on its customers and its mission," said Zigaitis in a company blog post. The passion Robinhood has for helping more people participate in the marketing is unmatched. 
and I look forward to working with everyone across the company as we continue to enable great financial opportunities to all. All right, cool. Next news, written by Robert Stevens. Neo joins Coinbase-led blockchain framework. Coinbase led Rosetta, an open source set of tools to help developers integrate other blockchains into their services, just got a new signup. Neo, a blockchain platform that it itself focused on interoperability. Rosetta, which launched on June 17th, is a standardization tool to make it easier for blockchains to speak to each other. Each blockchain is different, making it difficult and time-consuming for crypto project developers to integrate other blockchains. Quote, the process requires careful analysts of unique aspects of each blockchain and extensive communications with its developers to understand the best strategies to deploy the nodes, recognize deposits, and broadcast transactions, wrote Neo in a blog post today. Projects developers spend countless hours answering similar support questions for each team integrating their blockchain rather than spending time working on their blockchain. True. It's theoretically easier for crypto companies to integrate a blockchain that adheres to Rosetta's framework since they roughly know how such a blockchain works. That's good for everyone. It's beneficial for the blockchain developers who want to get their blockchain's coin listed on exchanges and integrated with other services. And it's also beneficial for those integrating other blockchains since they can improve their own products with new services. All right, next news. Written by Alexander Bechrans. Out of gas? Project lowers cost for Ethereum blockchain artist. <laughs> Give me a second. Let me just take a sip here. A new art project made possible through blockchain and Web3 tools is giving gas-free access to online artists who want to craft their very own masterpieces. Using a combination of Ethereum tools, Nifty.Inc. lets artists get their toes wet in crypto by creating non-fungible tokens NFTs without having to pay the upfront cost of putting their creations on-chain. Non-fungible tokens are created using Ethereum's ERC721 standard. NFTs are, are unique pieces of art, otherwise distinct creations like attendance badges that cannot be duplicated on the blockchain. Like priceless work of art, NFTs have value because of their scarcity in comparison to mass produce commodities, consumers, goods, or software. The rarity, the rarity is why CryptoKitties, the original NFT, has sold for as much as $170,000. As of this July, NFT sales had reached $100 million in just three years. In other words, starving artists may look to this emerging market, especially if they don't have to worry about fees, at least at the start. Okay, next. New, oh, hold on. Fans who decide to mint a copy of NFTs to Ethereum's pay the artists via the XDAI chain, allowing all operations within the app to function without com competing on the congested Ethereum blockchain. At this early stage, the drawing app for Nifty.Inc. is not especially comprehensive, and most of the art pieces so far are more like fun doodles. Still, by converging a network of blockchain tools, Nifty.Inc. has ab ab abstracted away from most of the of the challenges using Web3 applications for novice users. Instead of worrying about whether minting an NFT will be worth the cost in gas, Nifty.Inc. lets them focus on pursuing their creativity even with basic tools. It's a, designed, it's a design approach that could be marketable as blockchain projects compete to go mainstream. Alright, cool. Next news, written by Andrew Hayward. Former Trump alley Anthony Scar Scaramucci, I am a fan of crypto. 
Skybridge Capital founder Anthony the Mooch Scaramucci is it Scaramucci Scaramucci is arguably the the arguably best known for the scant 10 days he spent as President Trump's White House communication director in 2017 before his dismissal. He has become a vocal Trump critic in the time since. While Scaramucci is outspoken in his political views, he's also not afraid to share his opinions on financial and business matters. And when it comes to cryptocurrency and blockchain technology, he sees big things on the horizon. Since I returned to Skybridge in 2018, we've done a deep dive into digital asset space. I am a fan, he said on the recent episode of Coin Scrum Markets. I believe that digital, as- digital assets have a future and obviously that blockchain has a future. Scaramucci points to mil- millennials as the current driving force in the adoption of cryptocurrency, saying they're enraptured by digital assets. However, he thinks it will be the be the members of generation z below that pushes digital assets up in my opinion into the stratosphere okay cool next news written wait is this our last news this is our last news written by robert stevens how to answer the crypto question on the irs tax form the u.s tax office the international revenue the internal excuse me the internal revenue service has put cryptocurrency front and center in the draft of its new tax return form this means that everyone filling it out must state whether or not they have acquired or traded cryptocurrencies such as Bitcoin. Here's the question on the new form. At any time, quote, at any time during 2020, did you receive, sell, or exchange, or otherwise acquire any financial interest in any virtual currency? The IRS asked taxpayers the same thing last year, but the question appeared on a Schedule 1 form, which taxpayers had to specifically request. This time, the question appears on the first page of the IRS's mandatory tax form. So, what does this mean for U.S. taxpayers? As Chan- Chandan Lodha, co-founder of crypto tax software company Cointracker, told Decrypt, the, implica- the implications for users is pretty clear. If you want to stay out of the IRS's crosshairs, make sure you are staying compliant with the cryptocurrency tax rules. With the new form, answering this question becomes compulsory. Shihan Chandra... That's a difficult name. Chandra... Chandra... Sekera, Chandra Sekera, Chandra Sekera, Coin Tracker's head of tax strategy t- told Decrypt, "You cannot falsify, you cannot falsely say no to this question if you trade crypto because you are signing the tax return under penalty of perjury, failing to fill out the fill, uh, failing, failing to fill in the form correctly is really setting an intent that you didn't want to comply." Roger Brown head of tax and reg- regulatory affairs at Luca told Decrypt. Then he said penalties around potential non-compliance get scaled, scaled up from monetary penalty to maybe even criminal investigations getting involved. Brown's point is that it's difficult to plead ignorance when which may have flown last year. Now he said because it's on page one it's hard to say oh I didn't know. It's possible that the IRS already knows that you hold cryptocurrency. This month, the IRS sent out another batch of letters warning taxpayers suspected of owning cryptocurrencies to file their taxes correctly and cough up taxes for previous years. It's likely the IRS worked worked this out by subpoenaing cryptocurrency exchanges such as Coinbase and Bitstamp for data about their U.S. users and by using blockchain analytics tools produced by Chainalysis, Coinbase, and Palantir. So you have to answer the question, but answering yes does not mean you have to pay taxes," said Chandra Sekera, 
in some cases you can write off crypto losses to reduce your taxes or if you receive a gift you would check yes but you won't have anything to report on your taxes cpa annie galen esque of galen law a member of the california society of cpas told decrypt taxpayers who have any transactions with virtual currencies should should consult a tax advisor before making a make marking no on the question because marking no may result in false statement to the irs a crime in itself all right there you go that's why i always say yes hey i own crypto i'm proud to own crypto and i don't mind if the irs knows that i own crypto and i'm if i owe taxes on it i'm willing to pay my taxes not a big deal so with that said cryptonauts if you haven't unwrapped yet into crypto if you're looking a way to uh, convert your fiat into crypto, I have two links, one being Coinbase, one being Gemini. They're very easy to use. That's why I recommend them both. Um, and that's how you can convert your fiat to crypto. If you're looking to earn compounded interest in like kind token, I highly recommend the Celsius Network platform, which I also provide a link below. Um, if you look, so so, so with, with the Celsius Network, Straight up, like it's something that I, I, every Monday I'm happy to see my wallet increase in like kind of tokens. I'm earning more Bitcoin, I'm earning more Litecoin, more Ethereum, more everything, more more stable coins. Every single week, it just continues to increase. Yes, I could have just left my money in the bank, but my bank is not going to earn me 11, 15, 20 percent interest. It's not. It's not good. It's, not even one percent. Come on, tell any bank out there in existence. Hey, can you earn me one percent, two percent, three percent? You know, it's not gonna happen. I'm earning a good solid, pow. You know, ten percent interest every single week. Ten percent. That's money. That's straight up money. I'm happy to to straight up tell everybody that Celsius Network is the best. So with that said, oh, and and they're already they, they just keep getting better every single time. Uh, the, the the platform just continues to evolve more and more. You just got to check it out. Get into it. Check it out. You're going to be so amazed at all the options that you have available to you. I love it. So with that said, Cryptonauts, I'll catch you all on the next one. Adios.